picks. So okay, all right, it's rolling. <clears throat> Welcome mm. back to Long and Hard. It's really long, kind of hard, and this week we are joined with Ken from Like Grandpa. Joined with. Who taught you to speak? I don't know. Le, uh, Grammar. Like, yeah. Lake Grandpa, uh, excellent, excellent local grooming company um, based out of Edmonton, originated here in Edmonton. They do, uh, well, grooming products, uh, all kinds of, uh, well, I mean, it's kind of centered around uh, men's shaving uh, needs, whether you're someone who likes a clean shave, you have a stash, you have a goatee, you grow it out, ZZ top style. Anywhere in between, right? Uh, and then, yeah, I mean, really, really excellent high-quality products. They got beard oil, bombs, mustache waxes, but they also have all kinds of shaving products, pre-shave products, uh, kind of aftershave, hydration, oil, uh, face oil, body oil, etc. Uh, they, they Are you going through their catalog right now? Mm, yes. <laughs> so, uh, oh, and then they do the old school, like the lather thing for... Uh, oh, baby. I, I, don't, I don't do that, but for lathering the... Uh, like the shave soap? Yeah, 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 nice. yeah, exactly. So, nice. so a whole range of products, their underlying thing is uh, skincare and skin routines as well, right? So, uh, yeah, I mean, we we got an opportunity to try a whole bunch of his stuff before uh, a couple weeks ago, and we've been using it ever since, really. Rumor has it he's going to let us plug his stuff on this podcast on a regular basis. Yeah. As long as we like it, but... I think we like it so far. I think so. So, so. but uh, yeah. Anyways, all your shaving, grooming needs, male or female. There's Light Grandpa and Light Grandma. Uh, they're lightgrandpa.com. And hang on, let me check. Lightgrandma.com. I think what they're all one site. Up? I want to say it just redirects. So Light Grandpa or lightgrandma.com. Uh, definitely check it out. And uh, hey, if you're some mangy, mangy mutt out there who thinks you don't need beard care products, well, I got news for you. Uh, <laughs> you probably need something, and uh, like Grandpa is a great place to start, and Ken is an awesome resource. Uh, extremely knowledgeable about a very niche thing, but it's extremely helpful. So Yeah, most definitely. And yeah. I mean, we talk about a variety of topics on this one. Let's what fire it up. Yeah, let's fire it up. <laughs> get going. Let's get into it. We're not going to be allowed to do this anymore. Yeah. Welcome to Long and Hard. I'm super complicated. <laughs> He's here, right here, <laughs> officer. Well, we already know that Tom has the biggest brain here. Yeah. The podcast you didn't know you needed in your life until now. I was 230 pounds. Nice. So much. We're all wearing jeans. There's so much piss on oh. all these jeans. It just we're recording here. <laughs> so beard products are your thing. We're gonna get right into it. Okay. Well. Yeah. Grooming products. Grooming products. So yeah. I always yeah. say we don't discriminate. Shaving beards. Yeah. We're yeah, an equal yeah. opportunity groomer. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. For Seasons sure. of life. Yeah. yeah. Comes and goes. It changes. We yeah. kind of do it all. Shaving mm-hmm. beards. We even have a ladies line. It's yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. So. so you have like grandpa and like grandma. Yes. Yeah. It's hilarious. Right? I think it's awesome. amazing. Yeah. I think yeah, it's I like the name actually. Yeah. Some people don't get it, but that's okay. Yeah. They'll get over it. Some <laughs> people don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, on your. Okay, do you have men men's skincare stuff, or do you brand it mostly under the woman's one? 
Well, the the skins, uh, skincare specific stuff is branded specifically under the women's, even though yeah. like I use it, it's yeah. awesome, yeah. it's great. Uh, but we work that skincare into everything we do. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Let's be honest, most guys aren't gonna look after their skin. Oh yeah. If yeah. I branded a men's specific skincare thing, th- they probably wouldn't use it because yeah. we're adverse to it for some reason. So yeah. we just yeah. work it into Don't everything you to use. Do. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. If you work it into every part of the grooming routine. Well, you kind of have to use it, and then things get better. Inadvertently, yeah. Yeah, then you wonder why we do so well. So mm-hmm. yeah. Most definitely, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Do you, so do you guys, I should maybe have, because I don't know your Light Grandma product line, do you have um, like a skin serum or anything like where it's kind of like a like so anti-aging almost yeah or? yeah yeah, yeah. well I, I hate stuff like that yeah anti-aging. i don't like that word yeah. but oh, it's, you it's know greasy it's like kiosk at the mall or yeah. commercial <laughs> like oh we're gonna yeah, you yeah. know turn the clock back 20 years yeah um we don't have an anti-aging serum okay. but we do have a face oil okay. so okay. think of that yeah like face a, oil would be the bit like okay. a moisturizer with yeah, all the right. garbage stripped out yeah. and we have like a cleansing oil mm-hmm. and a hair mm-hmm. oil and a body oil okay yeah because i know because if I'm sorry to put words in your mouth, but I believe you said that if a product's first ingredient is water, it's usually not so good or well, it doesn't you, depend what it is. It, water never does the heavy lifting. Right. right, um, right. Yeah. Usually it's it's everything else in it does, that does the real yeah. work. And then the yeah. water is put into it for application to make it easy mm-hmm. or to bulk it out and make it cheap. Right. And once you put in the water with the oils, then you have to add the emulsifiers, then you have to add the preservatives and all right. that garbage that takes or it, it doesn't necessarily take away from what it needs to do but it definitely uh-huh. doesn't add to it yeah, yeah um you know yeah. if i came to you and said hey look at this emulsifier it'll make all your products super awesome uh, you're gonna be like why why the hell do i need an emulsifier mm-hmm. i just want to look after my beard yeah um so it's one of those things where um you you kind of got to look at what everything's doing not just market it on the two percent of premium ingredients right yeah yeah and okay. i really like what you guys are doing because you're doing like all natural ingredients like you're doing like beeswax you're doing like all of that right yeah and partly that's because you know we don't have a team of chemists behind us that can mm-hmm. come up with a million different synthetic things you're the and, chemist yeah i'm the chemist i'm the engineer <laughs> yeah uh doing all of it right um uh, but th- that's another thing i have like all natural it it's non-regulated it technically doesn't mean anything mm-hmm. um you know i could call this pressed fiberboard desk all natural but there's a <laughs> whole bunch of you know this computer too <laughs> exactly that's all natural too yeah. it, it doesn't mean anything right um if but if you look closely and actually look at what people are doing yes we use ingredients that are non-synthetic they're as close to nature as we can mm-hmm. right um and we try to keep things simple so that we're we're trying to make it functional and perform really mm-hmm. well over make it cheap or shelf stable etc gotcha yeah. okay yeah. So did the mustache come before or after you started the company? Oh, after. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to develop a mustache wax. So yeah. I was like, well, I better grow a big badass mustache <laughs> so I can do a mustache yeah. wax. Yeah. And by like hands down the hardest product I've had to develop. Really? It was so tough. Um, and then finally, when I got something I liked, somebody else wouldn't like it and it didn't mm-hmm. work for everyone. And finally said, I don't care. I'm making one that I like. <laughs> yeah. If you yeah. like it, cool. If yeah. not, I'll gladly refer you to like three other companies that like, do a good job that mm-hmm. might suit your needs, mm-hmm. yeah. but mm-hmm. you can't make everybody happy. So made something I liked yeah. and then everyone just started associating me with the mustache. And then I got rid of it for a bit and I swear no one recognized me. They're like, uh, there's a guy who usually helps me, yeah. um, big mustache and 
that's me. Yeah. No, no, it's not. You're a 14 year old kid. <laughs> yeah. And like, if I grew out a beard, the shave guys wouldn't trust me. Yeah. If I, I completely shave, the beard guys would, wouldn't trust me. So but when you have a this is a healthy medium. Yeah. It's yeah. like a skinny butcher, right? Yeah. They always say, don't go see a yeah. skinny yeah. butcher. Um, yeah. When you have a big badass mustache, mm-hmm. nobody questions you. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like overnight degree in mustachery. Yeah. That's actually yeah that that makes some kind of sense because yeah in theory if you're a, if you're a beard guy but a dude super clean shaven and is saying these products are so good for your beard you're like well how good could they be if you don't <laughs> right? yeah so. and, and there's no happy medium yeah, and everyone's yeah. gonna chirp you but yeah that's the funny. closest you can get is a big mustache that's a pretty good yeah. middle ground yeah I have been told for no shave November it's it's time to get rid of this just keep this i'm like uh, i don't know i don't know we'll see I what think, happens uh, this is i'm a little married to this look of full beard i've had it for quite a few years so just yeah. lean into it yeah just exactly. lean into it yeah yeah if he shaves it he'll look like he is six years old so i don't even want to know what i'd look like i'd look <laughs> ridiculous i actually know that i look super young <laughs> yeah. when i shave so oh, yeah i've only i've shaved it clean once in the last seven-ish years or so i was thinking about this the other day so see that, that's yeah. a lifestyle yeah that's, Holy that's no longer a grooming exactly. decision yeah, that's a not, lifestyle yeah, yeah absolutely it's definitely part of my life and even using beard oils not like grandpa which i recently switched to great choice <laughs> oh good plug <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're uh, six minutes and 45 seconds <laughs> good <laughs> shit bro yeah, good job. pretty quick but uh Oh, yeah, hold on. It, I like it's how just part of the day, right? You so. guys brought me into this. You kind of didn't really introduce me, and then finally we're plugging at like six <laughs> now. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. we do. Like I said, we do our intros after, <laughs> I so love they'll it. know yeah. who you are by the time they hear this. Oh, for sure. So, yeah. There, there you go. go. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it's totally a lifestyle. Yeah. Um, g- leading up to November, um, now it's all going to be. Oh, you getting a head start? Like, oh, you, you starting early? Aren't you cheating? It's like no. It's, this mustache is a lifestyle. Yeah. Um, it's not coming off. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. Maybe if we raised a ton of money for a local charity. What's I would, your number? I would consider. I don't know. If you guys raise an absurd amount, yeah. I'll, I'll consider it. Interesting. I, I don't know what that threshold yeah. is. Okay. Um, what What do you think uh, an absurd amount would be? Where it's For a mustache shave? Yeah. How long have you had it? Like how long have um, you Let's let's just say three years. Okay, so three yeah. years. It's been a constant thing. Fifty grand. Fifty. Okay. If you guys raised fifty G, I would shave it off in a heartbeat. Okay. For a local charity. So his number is lower than fifty. Yeah. Grand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You kind of you kind of really oversold grand. that. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't anchor that with a lot of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so it's lower than fifty, but higher than five. <laughs> See, I'm not giving you nothing now. <laughs> this is for charity. Yeah, I, yeah, I think you uh, <laughs> I think you made your bed. You might have to make a team. You know how like people what do the did? No Shave oh, November yeah, team? Yeah, yeah. yeah, and they raise money for... It's prostate cancer, I believe, right? Well, yes. it, it's Movember, which benefits men's health, right. prostate, yeah. uh, et cetera. Yeah. So. Yeah. I believe prostate was the original, but it's sort of expanded a little. Like, it's kind of all-encompassing, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I, yeah. I think you're right about now, that. So. I, I don't know the sources for sure, but mm-hmm. I think it, it, like men's health in general, the, the largest killers of men are like suicide which mm-hmm. is mental health yeah. as well as okay. prostate cancer yeah. and health like that mm-hmm. so right. um i think it turned out to be a little bit more all-encompassing than just prostate cancer and you get to rock a sick mustache for yeah, a I month guess, right. so. i mean 
well, sick is a relative. Yeah. You get to not shave your mustache for most guys, right? Yeah. Like, if yeah. you're starting from square Scratch one. Your... Yeah. We had the conversation, actually, yeah, we when were we met for coffee. Yeah. yeah. The, the trick is you kind of let it all grow out, and then you pick away at it. Because it gets worse before it gets better. Yeah. It always gets worse before yeah. it gets better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like yeah. I'm actually in the intermittent stage again. Yeah. And yeah. it's it's either, you know, it's kind of like do or die time, where you yeah. just got to not care, or you do to do the trim and then you're see mm-hmm. i feel i'm in the intermittent stage between going like really long or just like <laughs> decent beard if that makes sense gotcha. but i want to actually try to really go balls to the wall really stay committed to my cause achieve my dreams and we're both behind you yeah of, uh, he yeah. gets to sell you more beard product <laughs> yeah exactly i get to laugh at you <laughs> <laughs> for everyone so yeah. <laughs> there you go <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know i i was uh because the um hairdresser i go to they also do like shaves and trims, trims yeah. and stuff and yeah. i was like well you know i should probably get into professional i've decided i want to get it professionally cut just because i screwed up and stuff sometimes and whatever right and yep. want it to look a certain way yeah and but then as i was going through you know <laughs> pictures of like men's beards 2019 of like what i wanted it to look like to show her right i realized i want it quite a bit longer like it didn't make any sense to trim yeah. it so yeah. so i'm on a journey so i'll keep everyone everyone posted it so is a journey okay. it, it is yeah. it yeah. uh you know th- there's no end it's just what you want it to be mm-hmm. very true i think that's life in general though <laughs> here i go getting meta yeah whoops 10 minutes and 15 seconds yeah, <laughs> yeah. new record meditating <laughs> So, so my question for you was, cause you're the entrepreneur embodied now, like this is your company, you're doing this full time now. When was it that you decided to jump ship from, cause you were an engineer yeah, previously correct. in the previous life, we'll call it. When was it that you were just like time to go all in? Yeah. Well, I don't know if there's ever a point like time to go all in, mm-hmm. um, I don't think it's ever, you know, a line in the sand and then you make the huge jump. I think it's you're inching closer, inching closer, and then you eventually cross. Um, Like when we started this, this was never supposed to be something full time. This was never supposed to be our career. It was going to be a side hustle, maybe Mm -hmm. some side cash, a creative outlet, uh, and really just an opportunity to grow and learn things. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was engineering. I was driving a desk. um, I wasn't overly loving it. And then oil took a downturn and then me and everybody else around me got laid off all at the same time. Right. There was no engineering jobs to be had. There was almost nothing to be had at all. So mm-hmm. I went landscaping for a while and kind of looked around and said, well, if these guys can, you know, run a company, I think I'm a pretty smart guy. Why can't I do something like this? Yeah. So we kind of made a short list of things that we could do or mm-hmm. things we wanted to do. And I was already making my own shave products to fix my own needs and mm-hmm. giving it away. And people liked it. So right. we said, okay, well, why don't we try to take this and get it onto shelves somewhere, or take it further and see where it could go. And then in the meantime, I went back to engineering, found another desk to drive and we got better and better at what we were doing. Uh, people were, were liking it. We did not just shave products. We did beard products. We did a few other things. We were, scratching a lot of our own itch and then 
kind of came to our Christmas season and we were so busy, um, me and the wife sat down and said, well, why don't we try making a run of this? Hmm. And then, you know, I quit my engineering job and made it through that Christmas season and then got poached to do some contract work. Uh, that was really interesting for four or five months and did that. And then when that dried up, um, you know, a couple other companies kind of came knocking and I said, nope, we're, we're going to try to give this a go. So nice. it's been about a year and a half of full time now. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and the reason why I don't say like it wasn't that that big leap like we're gonna do this full time we're gonna turn into the you know biggest North American grooming sure. company yeah um, all the time I'm like man I should go back to engineering you know how easy it would be to get a check again and yeah benefits <laughs> yeah. and yeah. security yeah. Uh, right so I, I I don't think it's ever uh, you know that that therapeutic jump and leap and never look back I mm -hmm. think it's uh, you're just inching closer and closer and mm -hmm. figuring out as you go. That's really good. Like, I think that you put it very eloquently. Sorry, my voice is just all over the place there. Eloquently in that you, like, you started it as kind of a passion, a love for what you were doing, right? Before you, you know, because some people are just, I'm going 100% into this and it's not out of the love of what they're doing. And because it's not really meeting their own need or something like that. And I think that that for you was you were doing something that um, filled a niche and a need for yourself mm -hmm. and then jumped into it when, well, you saw it like traction because what you were making was a good product overall, right? Yeah. And it, it was... It, it was meeting our values. Like mm. everything we were making was a way for us to express what we valued. And people were liking that and we were growing and it was it was meeting all that fulfillment side. Um, so we we're kind of going in that direction. Yeah. Um, if I had a desk job that also was that fulfilling, I'd probably still be engineering. Yeah. If uh, the right position comes up that meets that fulfillment and the needs of my family, who knows? Maybe I'll go back. But right now, in the short term, mm. this is this is what's going on. This and, is the thing. Yeah. Awesome. And and like part of my technical training is risk aversion and you know making sure to mitigate your risk. So it's not like, you know, I just burned the ships and went at it. Yeah. Um. This was a discussion we had over months, over years, whatever, okay. before we made that jump. Yeah. That's very yeah. interesting because I mean you have those internet gurus because I'm sure you're fully aware oh, of those God. guys, right? Yeah. Who are just like go all into this, like, you know, like you said, burn the boats, oh, yeah. remortgage your house, quit yeah. your job. Yeah. yeah. You have $5,000, yeah. put it all into this, you know, like that sort of thing. And yeah. I like how you're very more logical about your approach for sure. Which I, I will say there is value into burning the ships. Like mm -hmm. yeah. when you have to get something done work. and everything's on the line, you're going to get it done. You're right. going to find mm -hmm. a way you're going to figure it out. Yeah. yeah. If, the, if the pain is big enough, you're going to figure out a way to get through it. But mm -hmm. I would probably say a lot of the people who are consuming uh, what a number of those gurus are, are throwing out there are, are passively consuming it, not intentionally. Um, they're just Good looking point. for a way out of their situation. Mm -hmm. And this is the convenient thing that comes around rather yeah. than saying, actually, this is what I like to do. This is what I've been doing in my free time. This is what I'm enjoying. This is the way I want to go. Mm -hmm. It's just, mm -hmm. oh, you know, whoever it is with X amount of followers has done it. They don't see the survivorship bias of 
a million people who you know have lost their house and everything else yeah. going after some of this they see the one or two who are big on social media and they think that they want it mm-hmm. definitely yeah. well, that's a good way of putting it for sure because yeah. i just kind of laugh at the you know the social media you know everybody's an entrepreneur in 2019 everybody is but a guru yeah. or has their coaching course or whatever. Oh yeah. You know, right? so, make yeah. money online. Yeah. Everyone's uh, always selling you something. And if it was that easy, everyone would be doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Like, exactly. At, <laughs> at the end yeah. of the day, if you're doing it to get out of work, you're probably going in the wrong direction. Everything's going to be work. It's just whether you want to put in the work or That's not. That's so if you true. Want man. To do it yeah. or 100%. Doing it. The comment I always make is I've never worked so hard for such little money and enjoyed it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because if I was if I was to yeah, break yeah, yeah. my effort into an hourly wage, it would be third world. Yeah, yeah, hundred um, percent. And if this you know grows to something big and we get acquired and we get a big payday, okay, that might bring the average back up. But let's be honest, it's probably not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So if if I'm doing it just for the cash or for the money or to monetize something, um, it, it's not going to work out well. Yeah, just leave yeah. it at that. Wrong, yeah. wrong motivations. So, so because. You had been doing it as a hobby before. Did you not like work conventional shaving products or what was available? Just not up to your quality or up to snuff for you? Or was it just you enjoyed tinkering and making things? Like well, why, why did you start it as a hobby? I guess. Yeah. I, I think it's probably a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't get a decent shave, especially under my jawline. Right. Like right. as an engineer, I'd have to, you know, wear a college shirt mm-hmm. and it would be terrible. You know, you get mm-hmm. ready to go to the Christmas party, you go into work for a big meeting, you throw on a collared shirt and your neck just irritates you all day. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's 50, 60, 70 years of shaving ahead of me. It's like, whoa, do I really have to live with this? Like, <laughs> yeah, there has yeah. to be a better way. Yeah. And yeah. as an engineer, we're taught to, you know, fix things, come up with things. And I I like to make stuff. That's just who I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I sat down, did the research, kind of broke it down into first principles and came up with a product line that fit my needs. Mm-hmm. And apparently there's a lot of people in my boat that yeah, uh, yeah, that, that sure. kind of relate to me. Yeah. Um, and it just kind of grew from there. Yeah. Well, was the first product... The first product was the single edge razor, correct? The one that we came up with? Yeah. Oh, no. Our first product uh, was like the pre-shave oil. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. That's okay. what right. fixed my shave for me, like yeah. 100%. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's what we launched the company on. That was like, I'm only ever going to need this product. We're not going to sell anything else. Yeah, We're sure. going to take over this Go market. On. Yeah. And selection. One. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. This one is choice. the cure-all. No, yeah. that didn't work mm-hmm. out. We, yeah. we launched a lot since. Yeah. So. So don't use, because the conversation we had was don't use multi-blade razors is also a huge thing from you guys too. Well, yeah. And see, this is where I hate like big sweeping statements. Like do this, don't do that. Like, (laughs) No, if you're going for something and that fits you, like, cool. That's awesome. You're not necessarily my customer and that's all right. Um, With multi-blade, the more metal you pass over your your face, the more irritation you're going to get. Yeah. Um, With the pivot heads, you have to put more pressure to engage the cutting, which is going to lead to more irritation. Mm -hmm. So if you're coming to me, coming to me complaining about irritation and you don't want to get away from, you know, multi-blade, we'll throw Gillette under the bus here. Yeah. Gillette products. Yeah. Watch. I'll get a a letter in the mail. Yeah. Here we go. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Don't piss them off. Uh Um, Uh, If you want to use these multi-blade convenient products, you know, Dollar Shave Club, Harry's, Gillette, whatever. uh, And you want to sit there and complain about irritation. Well, I can only do so much for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, If, if convenience is the biggest thing that you value, awesome. Go use your electric 
razor and then wonder why your skin is on fire all the time mm-hmm. and yeah maybe it yeah. works for you maybe you're you have resilient skin and you could do it cool sure lean into it mm-hmm. do do what works for you and what you value and mm-hmm. what's important to you and the rest of us who mm-hmm. can't get that same shave we'll figure out something else yeah and you called the company like grandpa because it's almost like we had this down 50 years ago how to properly shave and then the multi-blade stuff came out and like the convenience came out. And yeah. Like, and, and the last thing I want to do is turn this into, you know, a, a history lesson on shaving for, <laughs> for your, this is quite interesting yeah. to me. Yeah. Like I love this. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. yeah. I don't know. Maybe people are tuning out right now. And your stats are <laughs> just diving of off. Pretty but... high male listenerships. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So most um, of them are just like, how do I grow a better beard? Yeah. How do I shave yeah. better? How yeah. do I look as good as we got Thomas you. and Josh? Right? There we go. Yeah. I should probably look at the camera at some point too. Eh? Yeah. Um, Forget it's here. Throw him a wink. And, <laughs> When when the safety razor came off patent and anybody can make it, everybody was producing them for X amount of years. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know the, the dates exactly or the years, but it came out in like 1904, the first patent or something. Around okay. That. And that's the butterfly like single. Yeah. There's a couple of variations, but it's the double edge. Uh, you know, lots of people remember twisting the bottom and it right. opens up like a clamshell yeah. and yep. you put it in. Okay. Yeah. So, so that... not, not what you described. No. Not that's like exactly what I described. Oh, I thought you meant the yeah. straight edge. No, 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 like not, the, not like yeah. that. So no, the, yeah. the straight razor was like hundreds of years yeah, before yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's obviously. what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. That's, okay. That's those are really different. fucking cool. Though. Yeah. Those are really yeah. cool. For sure. Yeah. Um, you can also kill somebody with them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, if you tried hard enough, you could probably kill yourself with a multi-blade. But, that's true. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to think just, of it. It's like, a bit of a dark turn. <laughs> take a while, but anyways. Um, <laughs> it would take a while. Yeah. You'd have to really be committed, I think. Sorry. Um, Sorry. So when the safety razor came off patent and everyone was making them, um, the blades and everything were so accessible, so cheap, so easy. Um, Gillette was very smart and they figured out, okay, we can't make money on the consumables. Mm -hmm. How can we go ahead and start changing shaving to be more modern? So Mm -hmm. the electric razor came out, the multi-blade came out. Then they started spinning this marketing idea of more blades, more convenient. You don't have to do multiple passes. Yada, yada, yada. I, I don't know what the exact thinking of that is, right. but yeah. it eventually yeah, yeah. moved into 10 years later, they launched the three blade and then the four blade and right. then the five blade and then the blade trimming on the back and now it vibrates and the next one will probably do your taxes. Like, <laughs> it, and it, it's, it's all because there's a lot of money to be made yeah. in consumables. And sure. it's the same yeah, way that absolutely. Dollar Shave Club and Harry's makes a lot of money. It's mm-hmm. not on the handles, it's in the consumables. The, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if you go back to traditional shaving where blades cost 10 cents to 50 cents a piece mm-hmm. no one's making a fortune selling yeah. razor blades right, right right um so when they're marketing to you are they marketing because there's a lot of money to be made in blades or is it actually because you can get a better shave out of it mm-hmm. when there's no money in the blades and people are marketing it well okay maybe that changes the equation mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. try it that's all i can say is yeah, yeah. most people can benefit from it you have to learn a little bit different technique and how to do things but you will probably get a better shave yeah people go into the barber shop and pay 30 40 bucks to get a hot shave with a straight razor and everything Mm -hmm. else for a reason Mm -hmm. one it's a little bit of self-care and pampering two you typically get a pretty good shave Mm -hmm. if you can take 80 percent of that into your home and do it every day every other day Mm -hmm. for really not that much Mm -hmm. well why not yeah it's kind of uh, i've seen this before it's like using tools instead of toys to get the job done mm-hmm. type of thing, right? Whereas a good single sa- single edge safety razor, that thing's going to last you 
forever type of thing. Yeah, a, a good one you'll pass down. Like yeah. I still shave with one of my dad's old razors. Uh, it's in my cool. rotation. Yeah. Um, I have a couple of my grandpa's old shave stuff kicking around. No uh, it, it's all completely functional. It, yeah, it's, awesome. it, it all works. You yeah. can shave with all of it. Yeah, most yeah. definitely. Do you have like a wall of razors or something? Oh man, I, it's a it's a drawer of shame. <laughs> <laughs> that's no. not shame. That's really cool. I think I think that's cool. History. Yeah. Well, I, I try to be pretty pretty uh, minimal in most things, sure. like, and just consciously consume. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to like shaving and that with the with the business, I buy a lot of other company stuff to see how we're different, how we okay. compare. So yep. when you come to me and you say, hey. I've been using XYZ beard company or shave company and I mm-hmm. really like it. I yeah. can say, you know what? They do a good job in this. This is how we're different. You may really like us or you know what? Mm-hmm. We don't have anything comparable. Mm-hmm. Stick with them or try these other brands. Sure. I'm adding value to your grooming experience. Yeah. And at the end of the day, we want to add so much value to your grooming experience that you will never leave. Hmm. And even if you don't buy my product, you will refer people to us. That's huge yeah yeah. like thomas and i are big about this and creating value and putting stuff out there that people can associate you as the the shaving guy let's just call you the shaving guy Mm -hmm. right like you are the guy i go to for my information on all things men's skincare beard whatever but in doing that that's tremendous in you almost essentially create this ecosystem We'll call it the Apple ecosystem of shaving (laughs) that you lock people into though because of the experience, right? Oh yeah. And it's that trust Mm -hmm. and it's, it's building that trust in products that you believe in. And every time you buy something, you're voting with your dollars. So so your, your dollars that you're voting with should really be intentional Mm -hmm. and it's not just passively consuming because everyone's doing it or this is the latest trend. It's, this resonates with what I value, my beliefs, or it adds a lot of value to my life. Awesome. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. No, it's cool. You have a really good, like, company mantra or whatever. I don't know. It just comes from a really genuine place. Yeah. Genuine it's place, kind right? of our mission so, statement, yeah, I guess yeah. we mission would call it. Yeah. 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 And, like, we were really struggling for a while on mm-hmm. what direction we wanted to take the company until we wrote out that statement Mm -hmm. and that's we want to make your grooming experience better period right so when we hit you know tough customer service issues or people that are driving me up the wall or Mm -hmm. this that the other Mm -hmm. lots of times we come back to that mission statement and say like this is what we're trying to achieve ah that's awesome right right so when you say minimalism let's get into that a little bit so you own like three shirts or like what sort no, of minimalism? So, so what talking? does minimalism mean to you guys? Does that yeah. mean three Owning. shirts? <laughs> Maybe, yeah, I would say ju- just the essentials, but in a, because in, how do I put this? Oh, this must be a good question. Yeah, right? it is. Well, you should be sitting here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> put on the ref shirt for a second. Yeah. yeah. Well, because... C- essentially having just what you need and then when i think of minimalism i think of clothing but that's because i'm someone who has way too many clothes sort of thing right and then uh you know i have one friend who i've talked about on here before who has like he's oh this must be spencer yeah yeah (laughs) i I just listened to this before okay nice (laughs) Um, hi spencer (laughs) shout out spencer but uh yeah has like 10 shirts like 
he's so organized it's actually very impressive to see mm-hmm. <laughs> right but to a point where it's like you you would have to be very on top of your laundry so i don't yeah. know that that's kind of what I, when you say the word minimalism that's what i picture and then okay. also i guess like a, the furnishings in a, an apartment not just not being bare bones but being the base level of effectiveness does mm-hmm. that make any okay. Kind of sense? Okay. Know. And what about yourself? What What does it mean to you? See, I was joking about the three shirt thing, but I think it's that everything has a like a purpose. So everything you own has a purpose that it fills, and it also, I'll like go to the Marie Kondo where it, like it it makes you brings like, you joy. Yeah, that brings the, you joy. I was about to say yeah. the the chick yeah. that makes yeah. you joy. That's her, yeah. That's, that brings you joy. I that's did get name. into that a little bit. Okay. Of like yeah. before I, I moved to Montreal, and a lot of it was kind of. Um, like I would take all the things out of my wardrobe and I would like, seriously, I did the Marie Kondo. I like, am I going to wear this? Like, do I ever actually wear this? Or is it just kind of like closet filler, you know? Yeah. And going about it in that way. So that's, I think what minimalism would mean to me personally. But okay. Yeah. See, for me, it's just consuming intentionally. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have a big wardrobe. I have more than three shirts. Um, <laughs> somewhere between the <laughs> Somewhere between three and hoarder. You yeah, know, yeah. So, somewhere in there. Um, but, but I think it's just being intentional with what you consume. Okay. Um, to the point where you're just not passively buying things, you know, retail therapy. Like when yeah. I walk in here and I don't see a whole lot of stuff on the wall, um, a whole lot of furnishings other than like nine chairs. Um, like this, this is pretty minimal furnishings. So someone could walk in and say, oh, like you're pretty minimalist. True. True. So we also did just move in. I need to buy some art, but, uh, (laughs) do you need to? That's the question. I would Ah, like to, but there you go. Oh, Um, but we have our uh, long and hard, uh, decal decal that's totally right here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, post-production. Don't you? (laughs) Yeah. 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 It'll look perfect. Yeah. Um, I think it's just about, um, making space in your life by cutting out the excess and what's mm. not important. Yeah. Um, if, if f- to use the Marie Kondo analogy, if something doesn't bring you joy, then why aren't, why are you doing it? That's mm-hmm. fair. Yeah. Um, it, it's just cutting out the things that don't matter to make more room for the things that do matter. Mm-hmm. Um, clothes. I got rid of a lot of clothes that I was carting around for no reason. Cause I would wear the same things all the time. Right. Um, I would probably one of those, be one of those people where if I had like nine shirts that were all the same in the same nine pairs of pants, that would be my uniform. Mm-hmm. And I'd be fine with that because yeah. I don't want to make the decision on what to wear. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to get dressed in the morning and just worry about important things sure, rather right, than, right. oh, yeah. am I going to look homeless when I come onto the podcast or, <laughs> you know, or, or whatever it is. Yeah, most um, definitely, yeah. I don't want to make that decision. I don't care. Well, I shouldn't say that. It makes me sound bad when, yeah. you know, I'm grooming and this, that, the other. But mm. fashion isn't important to me. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, not right, something right. that I overly value. But I really like being outdoors and doing sports and stuff. So, yeah, I have two snowboards and multiple winter jackets and sure. enough gear to fill a small room because mm-hmm. that's what I like to do. I'm yeah. going to go and consume those things yeah. so I can keep doing the things that I want to do. Mm-hmm. When people are like, oh, you don't need to buy that. You can rent it. It gives me anxiety. I'm like, no, I want to buy it. <laughs> it makes me feel really good and I'm going to get a lot of use out of it. Yeah, That's where I'm going to spend my money, but I'm not going to spend money on, you know, going to winners and buying everything in season. Sure. Right, right. Gotcha. Yeah. Why do you think that people do the retail therapy yeah. thing? Um, 
I don't know. This is a good question. I, I bet you, like, all of us are probably guilty of when things are tough or stressful or this, that, the other, you look for small wins. Hmm. Um, whether that's, you know, eating out excessively, buying things that you know you probably shouldn't have, you know, sugar addiction. I like pop. I can't buy it because I drink it. <laughs> I can't buy it because I, I like it. You, yeah. know? Um, you guys are doing Sober October. Mm-hmm. Uh, booze is no different. Um, you know, when you start seeing that you're grabbing that beer after a tough day of work, mm-hmm. are you escaping from something? Or mm-hmm. is it because you really like your local yeah. craft brewery? Yeah. Hmm. I, I think retail therapy is just another distraction so to get you away from the things that are bothering you or important. Mm-hmm. Or, But I don't know. I, I'm no expert. Yeah. I don't play one on the internet. Um, I do. Don't, don't you worry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just kidding. We do. Yeah. So. No, that's, I think that's, yeah, yeah I, on point. I like that word, uh, consuming intentionally. And I noticed you said it when you were talking just about your company and how how you guys work, right? And for razors specifically, right? Because mm-hmm. if you think about it, there's probably a lot of, you know, people like to fixate on straws. But if you look at like a five, uh, uh, like the five razor yeah. Gillette, like there's probably a lot of wasted material in there perhaps, right? So, yeah. And yeah. like again you know the whole Mm -hmm. okay the green the zero waste the zero plastic Mm -hmm. um that's all really good but why are you doing it right Mm -hmm. um if you figure out what your values are and then you act based on your values um no one's going to judge you if you know you accidentally grab takeout once in a while or this that the other but if you go and fill your drawer full of stainless steel straws um like really are are you doing much for for that well Mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe, yeah, but yeah. if it makes you feel better, awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. But maybe be intentional with how you live your life rather than jump on to, um, I don't know, every trends. Tra- every trend. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will honestly say I, in my entire life, have never used a straw in my house. Like, you know, oh, I'm oh, going to have something home. to drink yeah, and yeah, grab yeah. a straw. I've never once done that until my wife and I lived together and she was having like a smoothie and she grabbed a straw. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, that's just a cup. And then she gave me one of the, they were stainless steel yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah because yeah. she was conscious about it. Sure. And I'm like, oh man, this is awesome. I'm like, where <laughs> have is, I been all my life? So I was going to say, <laughs> you have a mustache. So <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> right? a little bit. Yeah. Confused. I'm like, huh. work, work huh. well. yeah. so uh, again, just being, just being intentional and know why you're doing things, yeah. not just do them because they're the next Next buzzword. I think that's really good. Yeah. And, and I think you could take that a, a step deeper. And when we talk about these gurus, you know, we we all kind of like to shit on Tim Ferriss and Gary Vee and this and that. And yeah, yeah. I, I think a lot of it comes out because people aren't actually listening to what they're talking about. They're just jumping on this this bandwagon and, and emulating them. So like mm, Gary Vee, yeah. the whole hustle mentality. Yeah. I don't want a life where I'm working 24-7. That's mm-hmm. not a life I want to live. But if you listen to what he talks about, he's saying like, go out, work hard. Mm -hmm. put in your time Mm -hmm. don't be entitled Mm -hmm. we miss a lot of that because we see everybody on social media going rah rah gary v i just worked 24 hours straight like you you get the surface level stuff i guess or or yeah you don't even really listen so exactly and it's consuming that Mm -hmm. that value that he's putting out there intentionally and i don't agree with everything that he says but there's a lot of things that he says that i do agree with Mm -hmm. i don't have to like the guy to agree with a few things that he says because i hated him for the longest time (laughs) yeah Yeah. Yeah. i just didn't want to like him and then you sit down and actually give him a chance and say okay this is where we line up yeah Yeah. that's very true absolutely i think everybody has something they can teach you hopefully 
like everybody has that like even as as a whole maybe you don't like the overall person but there is something that you can learn from that person and take from it and build yourself better because of it oh definitely yeah i I would definitely agree with that but that takes a lifetime to figure out yeah i don't know i've I've definitely thought about it a lot more because you know how people are like i don't i'm not going to talk about politics but like x person is i love them or x person i hate them but there's still good qualities about them. Yeah, you know? and and I'll, I'll be careful to tiptoe the line here. You guys are roping me into <laughs> no, the I was just gonna say, Before the podcast, we were like, no politics. Yeah, <laughs> um, and, and this is what I hate when people identify with, you know, red, blue, sure, orange, whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah, I'm yeah, NDB. Yeah. I'm conservative. Yeah. I'm liberal. Yeah. I'm green. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, when when you don't intentionally look at what you value and what they're representing. Mm-hmm. You're just choosing a sports team because they're local. So, um, and we are not mm, going to touch mm. on local sports teams. No, <laughs> no at no, all. No, no. Um, <laughs> but it's the, I see the point you're making. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it, it's like, everybody's going to have crossover on things that they value. Yeah. And it, it's too bad. You can't do a little bit more a la carte and say, mm. you know what? I like mm. this that yeah, you're doing. Yeah, yeah. I like this that you're doing. I like this that you're doing. Yeah. Why can't we all get along? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, we're all just people, man. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, the card. I like that. I Most like definitely. That. Cool. So, so not very much motivational reading material in your bookcase, then maybe. <laughs> maybe more so like more actionable stuff. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I hate reading. Okay. Hate, like okay. reading's not my jam. So I listen to a ton of podcasts, ton mm-hmm. of audiobooks. Yeah. Uh, I listen to. Uh, yeah. To things usually yeah. like two x like super fast while I'm doing other things because okay. I consume a lot. So I do that Some all of... the time too. And he's like, I can't do that. I don't like it. I it it gets the voices get too squirrely. I just get <laughs> too focused on that. I can't <laughs> can't oh, do it. That's fair. Yeah. My wife's the same way. She's like, I I can't handle yeah. this guy's voice when it's sped up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not you guys. I'm just yeah. in general. Um, <laughs> don't listen to this on two x. Actually, I, I was trying that. You guys aren't bad. Oh yeah, really? It's Are not we? bad. We, For the do, most part. we do have cadence, so we don't speak super, super too, fast. Too yeah. yeah. There, so there maybe, has to be some regularity. Yeah. yeah. Maybe some yeah. people are like, get on with it. <laughs> yeah. I don't have the patience. Yeah. Like, yeah, I can't yeah, yeah. sit there and, and listen to all the pauses. Yeah. 100%. I, guess. Yeah. I can't yeah. listen to Joe Rogan because Joe Rogan speaks like this. Yeah. At one X. It, like, it no. drives me wild. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, but I don't have the time to listen to your pauses. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm probably going to glaze over 50% of what you're saying mm-hmm. and pick out the points that I really want to hear. So yeah. 2X works for me. I can get on board with that. You're over there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Screw you guys. Start doing your over mental here. calisthenics. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Start at 1.25. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> work your way up. Yeah. yeah honestly. honestly. Uh, to, be, cool. to be honest with you, though, I do slow it down when there's like a really good point. Yeah. I do slow it down. Yeah. Or like trying to listen to like Dr. Rhonda Patrick on like health. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. like super technical and has like 90 doctorates. Um, and like her vocabulary alone, I'm listening at like 0. 0.5, I think. Just, <laughs> just, just trying, trying to comprehend trying everything. To work. Yeah. Work. It's like, yeah. I don't know what's going. And then I got to take a nap after because it's just so heavy. <laughs> uh, but, uh, no, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. I don't know. I, my, what I, what I listen to and consume is kind of all over the map. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, man. Okay, well, uh, I think we'll take a quick pause here. Sure. <laughs> Which I believe only affects us 
algorithmically, <laughs> if you will. So, yeah. but uh, we don't get those one cent from all, all of our that views. we would be getting otherwise. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's I was actually thinking, um, you know, that kind of like uh, I would have to play it for you, but kind of like uh, we'll be right back in a moment, like do 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 something <laughs> like, like elevator that. music, yeah, kind of yeah, thing. yeah. exactly. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Like lobby or elevator music, and yeah, something like that. Just uh, <laughs> that stuff's probably in the public domain. So there's probably something out there, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> or, 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 or like they don't care enough to come after exactly. you. Or, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Or just use like Shelby coming around the mountain because I think that's public domain is what it seems like. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, not not to plug another podcast, but uh, uh, Garner Andrews uh, from Sonic. Yep. Okay. Um, they have a, a podcast, the Armchair Pro- or Lawn Chair Profits. Okay. And they had oh, a, okay. they had music at the start of it um, that was like written by USS or something, and it's just like. Uh, temporary podcast theme song. Oh, okay. <laughs> and you have to listen to it. I'm not going to give it justice, awesome. but like okay. the temporary song is just hilarious. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, definitely cool. don't take yeah. it too seriously. Awesome. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's good. It's, uh, that's, uh, is that the, uh, like bald dude? Who... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Is it just him or like the... him and, uh, his, uh, co-host, co-host uh, Bryce Kelly. Nice. Yeah. Okay. okay. Cool. I like listening to those two. They're, uh, yeah, they're they a good person. Do they just kind of, uh, banter? And yeah. Stuff they and... just, oh, okay. I think probably a lot of it is they take stuff from like the, the morning show and then just mm-hmm. keep running with, Run it, with it off air. Yeah. Or... That you don't yeah. have enough time or whatever. It, yeah. It's pretty funny. Definitely give it, yeah. give it, uh, give it a try. Yeah, a yeah. I'm not, a, I'm not a huge, huge Sonic listener, but uh, yeah, no, I, I see a lot of uh, radio personalities doing that. So I don't know. Maybe give it a try. So I think he's yeah. one of the better. Oh better, yeah, I uh, would say he's he's pretty funny for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, it's a good way to kind of you know span out too from just the radio. Yeah. Where... Well, I think you can kind of get into waters that you're not allowed to on the air. Right? On the radio. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Probably true. Yeah um we are the radio now <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah taking yeah. over we are the frontier <laughs> <laughs> no it's, i think that there's definitely a transition away from i mean i the last time i listened to the radio i couldn't media. tell you yeah you know yeah. You, ha- you always have your spotify or your podcasts or whatever right mm-hmm. so yeah getting the music you want is, mm-hmm. is so easy and it's everywhere now yeah. um i do miss it for um, discovering those things mm-hmm. that you n- might not necessarily go listen to. Mm. So when somebody else is programming it, it's kind of nice. Um, yeah, exactly. Or terrible if you yeah. really don't like it, like <laughs> one or the other. I think there is something kind of magical when you're listening to a radio and a song you haven't heard in a long time or whatever, or a song that brings back certain memories because, you know, music is emotional. Yeah. But that you you weren't expecting it. It's a very unique feeling, and then you're like, "Oh shit! Oh damn! This yeah. is I love this song, or this song reminds me of this, or this person, or whatever." Yeah, or right? you're so, like, "I've never heard this," and yeah. you crank it up, and yeah. then you know you're singing along this at a red new, light. This yeah. is my new anthem. Yeah, <laughs> right. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, uh, I actually get a lot of my news from the radio, so okay. I'm on a big information mm-hmm. diet mm-hmm. where I don't watch the news. I try to stay yeah. off social yeah. media. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's a necessary evil when you uh, when you run a company. Yeah. Um, that's kind of where people want you to come and engage. But um, for the, I, I try to get my news lots of times from the radio just because it's yeah. gotcha. a little bit more local. They still pull out some of the big headlines nationally mm-hmm. or internationally. Um, and they only have a couple seconds to get it out. So you're not you get getting the these. cliff notes that yeah. give me the essentials. That's yeah. actually, there's something to that. Yeah, because I, I would say that's probably where I 
feel like I inadvertently hear a lot of news as discussion on the radio or other or even podca- on podcasts. Uh, yeah. They start talking yeah. about, Oh, did you hear about this or whatever? Right. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah I, I'm very much on board with that diet mm-hmm. of, you know, yeah. News is, can be pretty negative sometimes. Yeah. So, Oh, for sure. Yeah. And it's, it's that again, uh, I don't know if this is going to be the theme, but that intentional consumption, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm in the marketing, the advertising, the social media, like all your news, if you're just passively taking all of it in, hmm. what are you ending up with? Yeah. So. You almost overload. Yeah. It's just so much noise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So much noise. That's Versus, so true. I'm going to go, I care about what's happening in this industry. So I'm going to read about it or whatever. Yeah. Et cetera, yeah. So, and yeah. then there's that idea of like, Really, at the end of the day, you don't need to know much outside your sphere of influence. Um, like, you don't have to be an expert on what's happening in the Middle East because, really, at the end of the day, like, it it affects us, but it's not integrating into everything that you're doing. You should probably be aware. Yeah. And yeah, you should probably yeah. have an idea of where you stand on policy or, you know, yeah. what's happening so or that... Be aware global citizen, I guess. Yeah, I know, yeah. Right? be so. a good global citizen <laughs> yeah, because we can't sure. afford not to, especially yeah, when yeah. we're, you know, leading the way as, you know, first world yeah, countries. Yeah, but yeah, sure. at the end of the day, I don't think anyone's going to pull my Canadian citizenship because I fell behind on world affairs. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. 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 Trying to figure my life out, let alone everything yeah, else. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. got, I I got a lot to worry about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Years, so. yeah exactly <laughs> i was gonna say I, I almost think that humans can't really fathom information on that global scale because we were, well, we're in... meant to be tribes of like a hundred versus exactly them, right? yeah. So, yeah. yeah 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 now we yeah. congregate in cities of millions yeah yeah it's a it's yeah. a strange thing when you truly think about i'm supposed it. to be in a village with 50 people yeah, yeah. to go buy some land and some cows and live in the woods and throw out your cell phone right so. yeah if i talk to a girl and she do, or she rejects me it's the end of the world i'm gonna get ostracized from the group <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shit. need a new tribe <laughs> time to migrate yeah exactly. i think there's a really good book kind of about that uh sapiens okay uh, yeah, i can't I remember it. who it's I read um it. i i downloaded it as an audiobook okay and uh like i use the public library for uh for audiobooks okay. amazing oh, by the awesome. way uh like edmonton public library library my Lib- english is poor <laughs> library shout out you're shout doing out. a really good job go check them out you can more or less download all the stuff you want for free with your membership Online? yeah and what? Yeah, you can get all of these audiobooks. Yeah, sometimes you got to wait a month for it to come in, like big inconvenience. Yeah, mm-hmm. you get it for like twenty-one days. Listen to it and return it without having to go into Is a library. It on, uh, I have an how app. How do you only get? Oh, okay. Yeah, it, it's via an app. Nice. Um, wow. Yeah, I it, did it's not unreal. Know that was a thing. You don't have to pay for like an Audible subscription or anything like that. You don't have to give them, you know, fifteen, thirty bucks a month, whatever mm-hmm. it is, in American dollars, which might as well be like a million Canadian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, <laughs> use the library. Gold, gold nuggets. Yeah, it's it's unreal. Yeah. And Sapiens, huh. I picked okay. up, and it talks about like the uh, evolution of like how people came about and how we ended up here and. Mm. I'm not going to do it justice, but mm-hmm. um, from a guy who consumes a lot of business stuff, to go and consume that science portion was uh, was it was fun. It was good to change it up. Cool, nice. I, I, I did, that didn't even cross my mind that I like because I like audiobooks because I, I just don't really enjoy sitting and reading yeah. that much. I do it here and there. But, I fall asleep. Yeah, like yeah. instantly. Yeah, but uh, no, that's pretty smart actually. That's. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna look. At, I have some googling to do. After. There's a life hack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a life hack. Yeah, exactly. use the library. 
and it's and not pronounced library. And read it at 2x. <laughs> yeah, there yeah. Listen go. at 2x Listen so that 2X. you can return it faster and I get my book. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the moral of the story, I'm tired of waiting. 2x it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a, that is it going back to it though. Like that's why rejection is so painful. And in business, you've probably experienced that too, where you get your nose sometimes too, right? So, um, that's just ingrained to us though, is that sense of rejection is like the end of the world, right? Oh yeah. And you know, nowadays we're brought up with so many participation ribbons and everybody passes and everyone's doing a good job that we Mm. never get that rejection. Then we get into the real world and we're not doing a good job and we wonder why we can't deal with it. Like it's part of life. Does it suck? Yeah. Is it it uncomfortable? Yeah. But you're going to have to figure it out. Yeah. Uh, There's a really good book, uh, Rejection Proof, where, um, I, I don't know the author. I, I'm terrible with names. So more or less, he goes through this rigorous training of like 100 days of going out and getting rejected. So it could be as simple as walking into your coffee shop and asking for, you know, a 10% discount. And Have they ask why. No. Have I've you seen those? He did a TED talk. Oh, keep, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Keep talking about it, though. Yeah. yeah. I'll bring in some points. So, so he comes up and he, you know, ask them for a discount. When they say why, just because i want a discount yeah you know what's mm-hmm. the worst that can happen they say no and you're gonna buy the same full price cup of coffee that you're gonna buy anyway yeah and you don't realize how difficult it is to ask for that until you're in that position there's mm-hmm. one of one episode or in the book he goes through a number of different things and he goes up to somebody's house and he asks if he could play soccer in his in the guy's backyard and he's like dressed in his cleats and a ball and the guy's like yeah sure go ahead and he wasn't expecting a yes. So yeah. he kind of goes into the backyard and juggles around. And then he rings the doorbell. And he's like, I didn't expect you to say yes. I I really don't know what I'm doing. But why did you say yes? The guy's like, meh. You didn't seem that crazy. You weren't <laughs> going to hurt me or my family. Like, really? Like, go ahead and do it. <laughs> so if that's the case, why why aren't we asking for these things that we want more often? Yeah. yeah. You know? Huh. He actually does a TED Talk. Would very highly recommend watching it. Because yeah. he actually goes into it. Um, and all the videos are on YouTube. Oh, okay. So he does the 100 days. It's a challenge. Yeah, and he puts them up right. on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my. It's a really good TED Talk unto itself. But, yeah, he, he goes into, like, a Five Guys burger place, and he's like, can I have a burger refill? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And they're like, what do you mean? He's like, I'm, I'm finished my burger. Can, can you refill it? Yeah. <laughs> like, absolutely ludicrous things just to, you know, See what happens. build yeah. that muscle of no. Yeah. Wow. yeah. And, like, being in business, you have to tell people no all the time, and that's just as uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it, you know, dealing out the nose is just as bad as giving the nose, but you don't figure that out until you're dealing out the nose. So, it's awkward on both sides until yeah. you get good at it. So yeah. weird. So, so, so we're, we're so, like, polite yeah. As humans, maybe that's culturally or as, as Canadians too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Canadians, but yeah, it's a muscle you have to build. The guy's name is uh, Jia Zhang is probably the pronunciation. Yeah, Jia Zhang. Yeah, yeah, It's definitely a recommend. And I think it it comes to this bigger idea that it's good to seek out discomfort. Like if something makes you nervous, uncomfortable, you should probably consider doing it because mm. that's where you're going to get that mm-hmm. growth. We shouldn't yeah. be seeking out this super easy, super comfortable, super convenient all the time because you, you never get better at anything. You just get more and more comfortable. Absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah. Like that, that whole idea of discomfort, uh, can be really play into that growth mindset. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. 
or put up tests like you do and get them to meet you at 6.30 in the morning. Oh, I actually had a uh, coffee with a guy this morning at 5.30. Okay. Oh, yeah. There you go. Nice. Yeah. So, I like this. I do yeah. like this. So to give you guys a little bit of uh, background, um, we came out in the Edmonton Made catalog, and that's where you guys found me, right? Yeah. Uh, so you, you read about us in the Edmonton Made, and you mm-hmm. reached out, and you're like, hey, we do a podcast. Um, we'd love to discuss doing something with you. And we get pitched on all sorts of things all the oh, time. And I'm like, yeah. oh, these guys are trying to sell me on something or want me to sponsor or give them money. Um, so I usually have uh, a couple a, a couple gates, if right. you will. Yeah. Uh, the first one is I ask some questions to see how much you actually know about us to see mm-hmm. if you just went and Googled it after I emailed you. Yep. Or if you legitimately came and chatted with us somewhere or something like that. Um, I got to pause, guys. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, sure. No worries life so oh, okay yeah so you guys found us on uh edmonton made yeah um you reached out and you're like hey we, we you know you put out a couple lines that are pretty conducive of everybody else reaching out so the first thing i do is i respond back and see what you actually know about sure. us and whether you're willing to say you know what i don't know a whole lot but i want to chat with you further, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And then the second gateway I usually have is if you're willing to meet me at a ridiculous time, like five 30 in the morning. Yeah. I'll, I'll do whatever you want. Yeah. Um, if, if you just want it to be convenient and easy, you're not gonna, you know, meet me at five 30 in the morning and then it, it's easy. It's just gonna, you know, you're going to weed yourself out. Hmm. So those are my two kind of gateways uh-huh. or, or gates to get in, yeah, to yeah. get access because trying to say yes or no to everyone is just exhausting. Yeah. Um, so I actually had coffee with a guy today who was an engineer and didn't know if he wanted to keep engineering and he wanted to ask questions and my experience. So I said, yeah. meet me at five 30 at my local coffee shop. And he was there at five 30. There you go. So we chatted for like two hours. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Easy as that. So if you're not willing to go out of your comfort zone and do something ridiculous to get access to someone, Mm -hmm. do you really want it? Interesting. Yeah. I like that a lot. I'm going to start instituting that in my own life. No you have that many people reaching out to you? (laughs) Every day. (laughs) Every day. Uh, (laughs) No, that's good. That's good. You know, I was, uh, because I was actually... uh, a cousin, I was talking to a cousin of mine uh, about this because he works He works for a ski hill in the marketing department. Oh, and yeah. everyone has a social media marketing firm. And he says it's literally several times a day. Like, mm. we can do this, 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 and this. And it's oh. like, now we're good on that <laughs> front, man. Like, but I don't know. It, it, I'm, I'm sure you get... People don't realize... I don't know. You, you, you have to get outside your own head and realize, you know, how, how many other pitches or whatever someone's going to get i think so and that's exactly it like and i i didn't just you know i'm just this genius who came up with these these gates and that like no not even a little i remember i got a marketing call from someone who did a really good job of saying hey i really like your stuff you know my boyfriend's really interested in it we would love to chat and i was Mm. like oh like i gave him the benefit of the doubt and they ended up being like a sales call from new york to try to get me on their social media marketing and i was Hmm. so mad i was completely pissed off yeah Yeah. like they they totally duped me to get me on a call Mm -hmm. to try to sell me the service and 
I like I I didn't I didn't yell at the poor girl or anything like that. Although I really wanted to, but it was just so yeah, unauthentic. Kind of backhanded. Yeah, yeah and it's back, yeah. and it's one of those things like we don't value that in how we do business. Mm-hmm. We don't do that. We're not those people in the mall, you know, slathering you in goop and playing with <laughs> toys in the middle of the aisle. I listened to that episode. Yeah, um, you I'm know, never gonna live it down. Giving you all those samples and playing with goop. the stupid remote car in the middle of the thing to get you in like that's not us if you walk by and you have a beard and you're interested you're gonna walk over Mm -hmm. and if you don't walk over that's cool Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna you know that guy's got a beard we gotta rope him in get him over here (laughs) so yeah so when people do that to us like it it chokes me and we get those same pitches all the time oh we're a social media marketing company we think you could do good with this, 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 this. And mm-hmm. it's like, you know what? No, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't think we're, uh, we align here. Yeah. The only thing that you want is my money. Right. And it's, yeah. it's being able to see through that. So that's why I developed the two gates. Gotcha. Yeah. And I mean, I think it comes back to value. Because what if that social media company gave you something that was actually tangible upfront before asking you for anything? Would you be more open to like even experiencing something with them possibly yeah but i think that that first reach out would probably give you an idea of where their values are how Mm. they do things so i don't think it's so much the giving you the value but seeing if your values align gotcha um and and going from there because it's the same idea where a company you know throws your logo on something sends it to you in the mail and it's like hey you can buy these for the low low price of 2.99 yeah Um, Yeah, it's like you can send me all the pens with my business name on it I don't care. Yeah. I don't want it. I don't want that yeah. cheap garbage. Keep yeah. it. Right. Um, so I think it's about, you know, figuring out those values. Mm-hmm. So. Hello, first name. Would you like to, right? right? Like, <laughs> hello, yeah. customer. Yeah. Not even Dude, first name. Valued customer. Please. Blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, exactly. Right? Yeah. Most yeah. definitely. Oh, that's there's a, there's this one uh, girl I follow on social media who's a social media marketing person, but actually yeah. does quite well at it. But then she posts screenshots of these messages she gets from other social media marketing companies. They're like, you could benefit from our Facebook management, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, did you even fucking research what I do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, no, completely. So yeah. Or when they reach out and like, you could be doing this better. I'm like, that's that's not who we are. Like, mm-hmm. you, you obviously missed the boat here like this is what we do this is why we do it yeah um we get companies from india and china reaching out all the time like hey we can (laughs) manufacture all your shave stuff for you no we are hyper local Mm -hmm. everything Mm -hmm. we do we try to do as local as possible to support our neighbors Mm. the businesses around us and if we can't get it as local as possible we try to go through a canadian distributor so at least they're paying canadian taxes or creating canadian jobs or Everything we do, we're like us as a business, we're voting with our dollars. Mm -hmm. So why would I go against our values that I I talk to other people about and all of a sudden, you know, bring in this, uh, you know, Indian or Chinese manufacturer um, to make our stuff. And then I just use the idea of shop local to to get it into your pocket, you know, like, yeah, yeah, very conveniently. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's where, you know, the the whole shop local still has to be accountable. Just because it's local doesn't mean you know, that it's local. Anybody can, you know, go online, get a t-shirt made, 
and uh Alibaba and, express or whatever yeah, yeah. And, and get somebody to buy it and call it the, the local shirt company but mm-hmm. the companies that are going out and finding canadian producers to do it mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know doing it ethically or whatever they're the ones that are at least exercising their values in their supply chain mm-hmm. and those are the companies that you should be looking at supporting mm-hmm. or figuring out which ones that you align with and supporting mm-hmm. yeah because yeah. we were talking about it on the break it's it's nicer to support somebody you actually know locally in your village than to give corporation x ten dollars for whatever mm-hmm. you know oh for sure yeah um but i i don't think it's you know you belong in group a or group b sure i think it's just making those intentional decisions mm-hmm. so yeah i want everyone listening here to switch over to you know my company for all their grooming needs mm-hmm. but if i'm not doing a good job you shouldn't be supporting me. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. if all I do is get whatever XYZ company to make it for me and then I'm just marketing it locally, mm-hmm. no, you might as well go find the best company that's doing it and support them. Yeah. Um, I think Costco is uh, an, like almost an ex- uh, exception to some of this. Mm-hmm. Now, you take big players like Walmart and that where they just you know squeeze and squeeze and squeeze and try to provide you with yep. the lowest price whatever yeah mm-hmm. um and there's no emphasis on quality like i would say that's almost mindless consumption based on what the value is sure first like a costco um you know a blanket 30 percent markup um they vet all the quality coming in like crazy um and a lot of what they bring in aligns now a lot of what costco does is very wasteful for how they package you know produce and this that the other and there's 90 boxes of whatever that doesn't align with my values mm-hmm. so i can still support costco but not everything in the store based on what i value yeah does that make sense or no, am i just yeah, yeah, yeah. Here? No, no that I, makes I, I yeah. see where you're going for sure perfect yeah. sense yeah nobody has anything bad to say about costco <laughs> Well, yeah, have you tried pressed. to get your tires flipped in in uh, fall or spring? It's oh, impossible. It's impossible. It is impossible. For like sure. that's terrible. Absolutely terrible. Yeah. Like they are missing the mark there. But yeah. they, they just don't have the. They're so busy. Or, There's oh, just so no busy. capacity. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 And but for me, like I'm a hobbyist mechanic. I'll go there. They'll throw my tires on my rims. Then I'll take them home and do it. Like mm. perfect. That's the perfect value equation for me mm-hmm. i can do my own work yeah they can sell me cheap like tires that i want at an affordable price mm-hmm. they treat their employees really well yada 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 okay awesome yeah um still go out and support your local tire shops um but i think local tire shops also have to be accountable to make sure they're not gouging yeah mm-hmm. so it's a balance yeah very yeah. true yeah um yeah, I don't want this to turn into a big pro Costco hurrah. No. But uh, there are some things that they do well. Yeah. Um, and there's lots of mom and pop things like uh, our produce. We go to, if we can't, you know, buy it from local farmers that we know or even, you know, people we know at the farmer's markets and that, mm-hmm. um, we'll use a local chain like H&W Produce. Sure. So they bring in a lot of local produce or Canadian produce or whatever compared to a lot of the big chains that chuck it in from everywhere. Mm-hmm. So right. there's an example mm-hmm. of something where we say, okay, we can't do this all the time. We can't always get down somewhere, you know, on a Saturday to pick up local and chat with everyone or maybe the farmer's market's ridiculously expensive. Mm-hmm. This is an alternative that still reflects all of our values. Yeah. 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 Most definitely. Interesting. I think you have an interesting take being a local business of still don't just be local because it's trendy. Don't just buy something because they say it's local or whatever. There's kind of 
peel back some layers there for, and, yeah. right, and yeah. know what you're buying. So. Yeah. And you still have to perform. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. me being local might get you guys in the door, mm-hmm. but if I suck at what I do, you're not coming back. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. no sustainability if I can't deliver. Um, and that's where I think we do a really good job of delivering. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the space, like we do really well in this niche, um, you know, it, it's technically considered luxury men's grooming world. We do yeah, a I good guess. job yeah, yeah, yeah. because we provide mm-hmm. a product that works well and is different. So we don't fill it full of all these fragrances. We don't pump it full of uh, like these these ingredients that are trendy and this and that. We make something that we like that works, right. that fits our needs. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Actually, I thought of this just the other day. I wanted to ask you uh, for specific beard product questions. For sure. Uh Beard growth vitamins. Oh my god! <laughs> what is your? What is there any legitimacy to those? What okay. is your opinion? So what is your? Do you have any knowledge? My of the... doctoral opinion here, yeah. Doctor Ken. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm not a doctor, first yeah. off. Yeah. But the two big things that influence beard growth are genetics and diet. Mm-hmm. If you have good mm-hmm. genetics and you eat well, you're gonna have an awesome beard. If you want to eat fast food and garbage all the time and supplement it with vitamins, will it help your beard? Yeah, it'll probably be some benefit, but okay, yeah. you can probably get the same benefit from just eating healthy. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. You know, it's... Because wh- which vitamins are typically in it, actually? I don't, I don't know. Really that read into that it, gets to so. a point where it's kind of over my head. Over. Okay. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. Uh, that's also where I start to question, like, the marketing versus the actual research. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they're... Yeah. Uh, we'll leave it at that. But okay. if... <laughs> If vitamins make it make an impact, so would eating the foods with those vitamins. With vitamins in yeah. It. Yeah. yeah. So it's that idea of convenience again. Oh, I don't want to do the work of eating well. I'll just have these vitamins and grow a rock and beard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, okay, if if that's what you want, cool. Go spend your money on vitamins, or you know, just eat well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Interesting. That I mean, that makes complete sense. Because I I don't know. I I just look at those quite skeptically when I see an ad for them of. Well, wait, it, this seems like a bunch of just hooey. And, you know, if I'm, I think of the, uh, it makes me think of the supplement world for, you know, uh, exercise, bodybuilding, whatever, where a whole bunch of it is just a load of crap with, they use kind of techno babble, mm. scientific sounding words, but it's raspberry ketones or whatever. <laughs> raspberry <laughs> whatever right? it, so, it's probably a lot of the same. Yeah, yeah. Um, but people look at our products the same way and like beard oil. I've never put anything in my beard. Why would I need that? Well, yeah. we <laughs> use shampoo. Is it really that much of a stretch? Yeah. You know, and like you use <laughs> yeah. body wash. Maybe it's the yeah. same as your shampoo. Like yeah, yeah. you're using products that you see value in already. Mm-hmm. You just mm-hmm. don't understand or see the value yeah. in this. Yeah. And Do- if you see that value, like, Cool. Consume yeah, it. Yeah. If if the value in beard vitamins is you can just eat fast food and hammer beers all night and and grow a spectacular grow, beard, great hair growth. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> like, but if you have no beard and you're hoping those vitamins are miraculously yeah. gonna chia yeah. pet your face, um, <laughs> you know, it's it's yeah, probably not yeah, gonna yeah. happen. You yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I guess genetically, you might just might not <laughs> be able to do it. Right. So. Yeah. And That's then funny. like obviously prescription things. Um, yeah. if a doctor's prescribing it, obviously they're a lot more qualified than I am to say anything about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Do you know anything about, because you know how people like will actually do hair transplants to the beard? Well, I know nothing about it. No? I, I was wondering if there's any legitimacy to it. I have no idea. Hair transplant, so I'd assume it would work. Yeah, I don't it know. might. Maybe it's harder to make them get it into. She's gonna start propitiating my face. Maybe one of your listeners is, you know, a specialist in beard transplants. Yeah, and they can phone in. <laughs> yeah, one eight hundred long and hard. Yeah, yeah, that, that's eight way too many. Yeah, yeah, way too many. yeah, long hard is still eight letters. We need yeah. seven. We one eight, one eighty long hard. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Uh, nice. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Or 184 or something yeah. like that. We were Watch just discussing 1-800 numbers the other day. Not for, not for this. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. For personal gain. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. It would actually, well, because for this type of show, you would, and what a lot of podcasts do is uh, voicemails. Yeah. Because so, a lot aren't recorded live, so you can't really do a live call-in. Yeah. But you get people leave you a voicemail over the week, and then you answer them or something. Yeah, or you phone them back and yeah. be like, hey, you're on the Long and Hard podcast. Yeah. Um, what's your question? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> or we could just phone random people and do that. Oh, that would be... That would that be, be rough. That would be hilarious. <laughs> Who Have the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought you were like, I thought you meant random people in your phone who would at least be like, oh, hey, man. <laughs> All right. Maybe. At, yeah. at maybe least you not. have a warm introduction there. Maybe. Yeah, maybe it's not, not totally cold. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, uh, I don't know. Rejection they, proof, bro. They, uh, oh, God. <laughs> well, if you ever listen to Two Bears, One Cave, which is a comedians uh tom scura burke kreischer if i don't know if you knew all those oh they like call their wives on the show all the time oh yeah just like yeah it's pretty funny <laughs> but, but it's... yeah anyway <laughs> rejection proof we'll just go yeah. through the yellow pages you phone your mom hoping for you know like a, a pity conversation yeah. she just shuts you down <laughs> she's yeah. like i don't want to talk you want. to you <laughs> yeah stop playing podcast and go back to work <laughs> honestly <laughs> honestly <laughs> oh man do you get so but do people greet beard oil with skepticism? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, but it, but then does it hmm. cut to their like face and it's just like flakes and beard scraggliness all over? And or, some or people what? would deal uh, deal with issues, uh, you know, different from others. Some people yeah. have the beard drift and uh, yeah, yeah. you know the the out of control look and this that yeah. the other. And some, some people just don't whatever. care. Like that's mm. they they just again they. Just, not what they value mm. they just can't be bothered they're not to worried do about it grooming part of it i suppose some yeah, people sure, sure, sure. are like i don't know what this is but i'm interested mm -hmm. or they come up and saying oh beard products i have these issues with my beards mm. educate me and mm -hmm. that's where we do a really good job yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely it does make a difference oh big I, time. I will big time. not just because you're on the show it does yeah, make a difference for sure yeah. or well i started using bombs again because you gave yeah. us some but thank you again yeah so but, oh, uh, so yeah. full disclosure uh they pitched me on sponsoring the podcast uh and i said hey how would i hook you guys up with some beard products you tell me how you like them and yeah. if you like them you're ambassadors for life no takesies backsies nice yeah. oh okay yeah. wow <laughs> it's, on it's on air now it's on air patent or not yeah. patent pending yeah, yeah. <laughs> binding no, in the really. state of alberta or province of alberta <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's you can literally feel the quality, uh, especially if you're a seasoned beard oil user such as I am. You can actually feel, and b namely because I've had beard oil that is feels gross quality, right? Yep. So, but uh, no, with the balm, the balm is really nice because I didn't use balm in a long time, and it's actually quite nice for the styling aspect. Just as I'm 
growing out my beard more now, it actually mm. makes a big difference in look, looking the way I want it to look sort of thing. Oh, for so, sure. Yeah. yeah. And it's, oh no, it's nice. I've had some, uh, <laughs> positive comments on the smell as well right so that's always a win yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly when it doesn't smell like doritos or something like that <laughs> like, doritos and cheese. Yeah. a little yeah. orange tint <laughs> <to do it. laughs> which we do have an orange beard bomb yeah, so if yeah. orange is what yeah. you're going for yeah <laughs> but but the good citrus smell of orange not dorito <laughs> yeah yeah not zesty cheese yeah so. powdered cheese <laughs> yeah. so which scent is the one that you've gotten complimented on the most? i don't even, i like yeah. to let's I, hear this see i kind of rotate them a little bit and variety is the stuff. spice of life yeah, yeah exactly so the lime one yeah is interesting lime Very is interesting quite interesting yes yeah. i actually and you even said that uh the lavender has definitely grown growing right? on me quite a bit it's very, it's but, very nice but that's that adversion of lavender yeah, yeah Mike. that's not for me i'm a man yeah, i don't I need lavender puff out my chest <laughs> yeah and start How peacocking around i would like lavender yeah <laughs> uh, it was so funny because when i was talking to you guys i told you like i'd spin the top off the lavender hand it to people and be like do you like it mm. and they take a smell and oh yeah i love it what is this? Hmm. Well, you know, what do you think it is? Oh, it's eucalyptus. It's juniper. It's pine. No, that's lavender. No, you're kidding. No, here's the top. I'm not lying to yeah. you. This is pure lavender. And we just, it, it's this idea of what lavender is or this unintentional, you know, aversion to it. Yeah. 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 Or just how we present it is differently. So we don't present it with other florals. We use a really spicy lavender so that it's not your typical french lavender it's a very different scent that's awesome um so all of a sudden you know we blow your mind and it's like oh this guy isn't making stuff up like he, yeah. he's, he's actually invested in this and you know in bringing that value to the table yeah so. i was using coconut oil at one point and that's yeah. okay but this is this is far better would definitely yeah, recommend that's yeah legit stuff yeah yeah. Oh, yeah and like if if coconut oil is good enough for you cool like yeah. I'm not gonna try to change you. It's super cheap. You can pick up like forty pounds of it for like three bucks <laughs> yeah. at you Costco. Use it for everything. Yeah. yeah, you literally use it for everything. But it does everything very okay. It yeah. doesn't do a lot of things well, yeah. especially when it comes to cosmetics. It's not this cure all that mm -hmm. the DIY cosmetic world has made it to be. Hmm. Um, hmm. You know, you're not gonna take engine oil and put it in your transmission. They have two very different. Um, functions mm -hmm. right um, and if you are doing that you should probably go see your mechanic right now yeah, yeah. um well but, I'm, I'm pretty dumb with car stuff so <laughs> there you go <laughs> maybe you guys yeah uh, but but it's the same with the carrier oils that go into your products yeah, yeah. um you know if, if it was as simple as oh all oils are the same we'd just be slathering up an olive and coconut and calling it a day yeah. but there's yeah, a little yeah. bit more to it yeah um if what you value is just convenience run with coconut oil like fill your boots have fun you've already nailed it yeah. if uh there's a little bit more to life i think i was gonna say about 25 percent of girls are like i don't like that smell and you're just like ah. well maybe that's your gate yeah yeah you gotta like my beard smell. you gotta, you gotta <laughs> like the coconut yeah if you don't like the smell this isn't gonna work yeah yeah exactly just hit yeah. the bricks yeah, yeah. you gotta <laughs> i mean well for me because i have relatively large beard like you know what you're signing up for <laughs> from day one, right? Yeah. So, but, yeah. yeah. I'm not going to Rickroll you. and. You know. yeah. But now I have six cents to choose from. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Six. Yeah. Like, but the combinations and permutations, it's like yeah. 36 yeah. combinations. Yeah. 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 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, Six yeah. factorial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. So you guys are liking the products, though. Oh yeah. Yes. No, uh, excellent. Yeah. yeah. I actually, I because I went to Kent of Inglewood up here. Yeah. But uh, they didn't have any of your mustache wax, so I did have to buy something else. Sorry. But oh, it, that's okay. I think it, I think it's similar to yours. And what your, did you pick up? Uh oh sh! What the hell? It has a dude on it. Uncle the, Norman's. The the f- flavor or the scent is booze and backy. Oh no no that uh, mammoth. No not mammoth. No. Yeah. Captain Fawcett. Yes. That one. See, I'm just plugging all yeah, my competitors yeah, yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That um, one. Yeah, that's the one product that they don't carry of ours is the mustache wax. Oh really? Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. And there's actually, a, uh, I'm going to plug local here. There's a local company that does a really good job with mustache wax called Uncle Norman's. Okay. And he goes and he forges pine sap or whatever, and he makes a good oh, mustache wow. wax. Okay. It's different than ours. Yeah. So instead of what? So so there's away, still like a wax and everything in it, okay. but he gets a little bit higher hold with a little bit of pine resin. Okay. Yeah. Uh, something that we don't do. I right, do right. a low to medium everyday wax. Mm-hmm. His is different. Very and he does strong. a really good okay. job. Interesting. Yeah. And this comes back to the idea of not everybody has to be my customer. Mm-hmm. And if you come to me saying, well, you know, I've tried mustache waxes um, and I haven't liked them. I'm looking mm-hmm. for something high hold. Try Uncle Norman's. He does a great job. Okay, he's local. Cool. He does it local. Yeah. He's sustainable. And he's a pretty neat dude. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. I don't know. I think there's kind of strength in, uh, well, actually, I remember learning this in like some sort of persuasion book or something where, what, what, and not saying that you're doing this, but when it comes <laughs> to, like, if you acknowledge your competitors and kind of, yeah, they're out there. Me, I'm not everyone's cup of tea. Maybe they're a perfect fit for this situation or whatever. I kind of think of the real estate, harken to the real estate world where people will be like, oh, well, what about this guy? And a lot of agents will naturally be like, oh, well, they suck and I'm so much better. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, so, so-and-so, I've dealt with him before. He's great, whatever, right? But I don't know. I, I think you can't Nothing have that irks scarcity me more. mindset. Right? Nothing so. irks me more when you ask about a competitor and somebody will just shit on them. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, yeah. it, and it, maybe they have some flaws or what, whatever that you can talk about. But Yeah, and you might not agree with what they do, or you mm-hmm. might not like what they do, but mm-hmm. they do something for a specific reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and like in the artisan beard and shaving world, um, at the end of the day, we're clawing for market share from Gillette. Like, I don't right. have to yeah. sit and, and badmouth other people in the yeah, space the because we need to all get along to, to move the industry forward. Hmm. And quite honestly, I don't want to let those companies or people take up that much emotional yeah. space that I have to feel threatened and, you know, talk mm-hmm. bad about them. Absolutely. Um, yeah. They do their thing. That's cool. People will like it. That's awesome. We're looking for people who really align with our values and we want to serve them as best we can. Hmm. That's the end of it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, on that note, that probably transitions well into uh, where can people find, well, I know you're not really on social personally, but your you, your products, your company, all that fun stuff. Yeah, yeah so I, I've been learning the socials. <laughs> so my wife runs a lot of our social media stuff yeah, because I'm yeah. terrible at it. Yeah. Um, but I'm trying. I'm learning. I'm getting out there. <laughs> if it goes like really good content, really good content, and then like, ah, what were they thinking? That was my post. That was, that was <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Instagram in the camera. Or something. Yeah. So, it no. looks like it was taken through a potato, you know, like <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. That's usually me. Yeah. Um, Instagram at like grandpa, Facebook, uh, like grandpa grooming products or 
do you use ads at Facebook? I don't know. We're on the Twitter too, but not overly active at like grandpa, um, website, www.likegrandpa.com. Um, locally like Kent of Inglewood is one of our big accounts. We're at Barber Hut down the street. Also one of the best places to get a beard trim in town. Um, we're at a number of different little gift boutiques around town. Check the website for that. Um, and our store or our shop, uh, Old Strathcona Farmers Market, every Saturday, aisle nine, across from our friends at the Kimchi Place. Nice. nice. Yeah. So that's where, outside of the Christmas season, you can yeah. actually come and chat with me and engage, and <coughs> where we talk to a lot of our regulars. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't have to work in a store seven days a week. Yeah. Um, so yeah. we can focus on other things. Nice. Um, awesome. So that's our that's our brick and mortar, and then uh, yeah. You're Check our website for anything else. Well, right? yeah. yeah, we ship across North America. Um, for all your international listeners, sorry. <laughs> That's yeah. a regulatory minefield I'm not ready to navigate. Fair enough. So, I was oh, also I just going to say you're in different farmers markets and places around the year too. So you're yeah. different towns all over. Well, not farmers markets, but uh, craft shows. Craft shows. Yeah. Right. So right. we'll, yeah. you know, we'll go up to Fort McMurray all the way down to, I'm in Medicine Hat next week yeah. in Calgary, Red Deer. And then this year we're going to make it all the way up to Toronto for one of a kind, nice. which is the biggest handmade market in Canada, maybe mm-hmm. even North America, nice. uh, which is like two weeks long. Uh, we're going to make an appearance in Saskatoon, Regina, Winnipeg, etc. So awesome. well, all of our out listeners there. out in Saskatoon and Winnipeg. Yeah. <laughs> Check it yeah. out. Yeah. But, We're quite hyper local as well. With this, yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> Which I, I reckon yeah. as much. Uh, so yeah, just come say hi. Yeah. Uh, and that's the big thing is nice. uh, don't just buy my product because I came on the on the podcast. Come yeah. chat. Make sure it's a good yeah, fit. Absolutely. And or that. if you have specific grooming questions, like yeah, Ken's an excellent resource for sure. So yeah. yeah. And the one ask is, and the challenge for this Christmas is when you're shopping and doing your Christmas list, how can you make alternatives and fit local in there so mm. that you can support the community mm. so that you can support the businesses that are supporting the local hockey teams and everything yeah. else or or support your neighbors or your buddy's startup yeah. or whatever it is mm-hmm. um when you start looking at consuming are you doing it intentionally and mm-hmm. how can you maybe fit local in this christmas absolutely i like that i like that we i think do that's some gonna be that. yeah. the title of the podcast yeah. too so. what shop local this christmas <laughs> <laughs> no consume intentionally oh, okay, yeah. Yes, yeah okay that, yeah that's a yeah. lot better there yeah. we go that is yeah. much better yeah and but, uh, <laughs> maybe shop. I, I like that idea a yeah. lot actually. uh the edmonton made gift catalog is a great way to start um mm-hmm. the edc uh edmonton economic development council something okay. um yeah. lots of letters they put out this catalog to make shopping local easier and mm-hmm. to highlight local makers mm-hmm. it's a great place to start yeah uh they're online edmonton made i think edmontonmade.com or yep. something like that you'll yep. probably fact check that yeah um supporting local is easier than you think Mm -hmm. Um, you just have to kind of open your eyes. Mm. Um, it doesn't mean, you know, they're the best at what they do, but a lot Mm. of them are very, very good at what they do and they're local. So Mm. win-win. Awesome. And it's not necessarily just buying like macaroni art or (laughs) when you shop local, right? It's, (laughs) it can be a lot, lot more than that for sure. Yeah. And I think we have this idea of like, oh, it's local. It's going to suck. Like, no, there's people that are really pushing the envelope in a lot of different areas or at least competing Mm -hmm. with some of the really good companies or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And 
it's funny and you know we might be looking to wrap up here um but uh one of the one of the interesting things is we're so material but yet non-material at the same time where we want everything but we're Mm -hmm. not willing to pay or consume things that are good or Mm -hmm. quality Mm -hmm. or that last Mm -hmm. we want it all but we want it to be super cheap disposable throwaway yeah Mm -hmm. if bringing something into your home meant it was going to be there for five or ten years you'd probably be a little bit more selective Mm-hmm. And then if you amortized that cost over that five or 10 yeah, years, yeah. it's actually cheaper or than the stuff you're buying. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah it, it's cheaper than the, the stuff that you're buying to, to use and throw away. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, start to look at it from a different angle rather than just a price tag. Uh, times are tough out there, especially for small businesses. So every dollar that comes through our doors uh, is important, especially mm-hmm. for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in six months, if I'm back in my engineering job, whew, you know, maybe we should have shopped a little bit more at Christmas. But uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, get harder on yeah, get out there, support your 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 neighbors, your shops, um, your local makers. Go out of your way to support the people around you because you know Amazon, Walmart, they're not the ones sponsoring your little league team. They're not putting dollars back into the community mm-hmm. like a lot of these other businesses yeah. are. Yeah, so true. Yeah, yeah, so true. Absolutely, no, mm-hmm. I like that. Awesome. Cool. Well, I mean, I think that's a good good part to p- call it a podcast, yeah. probably. Sounds yeah. good. Thanks yeah. for having me on, guys. Yeah. This yeah. is lots so of fun. Thank we'll, you so we'll much. Ha- we'll have to it. do part two at some point Absolutely. if you're up for it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, Definitely. for sure. For sure. And yeah, like Grandpa, check him out. After the beard's a little bit bigger. Yeah, exactly. We'll be down to our chest <laughs> and we can report in on uh, our growth success. Yeah. With, uh, yeah. Yeah. So. You can come back and be like, your stuff is terrible. These vitamins were wonderful. <laughs> yeah. You don't know what you're yeah. talking about. And I ate McDonald's this whole time. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to be the one outlier in your theory. exactly exactly all right okay thanks well uh we'll see everyone uh, now 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 wait just a minute before you go just a sincere thank you for listening to the show you can find new episodes of the long and hard podcast every wednesday morning about 9 a.m ish give or take don't hold me to that uh we really appreciate your you subscribing if your podcast platform allows you to leave a review please leave us a kind review if you've enjoyed the content here uh, just a reminder, Long and Hard Podcast, uh, you can also find our other shows, other channels, uh, the Millennial Homeowner Podcast, hosted by me, and the Invictus Podcast, hosted by Josh. If you head over to our website, longandhardpodcast.com, and see our other shows there. Once again, a quick reminder that Thomas Harrington and Joshua Blaze are licensed real estate professionals in the province of Alberta, and any discussions here involving real estate are not intended to solicit buyers or sellers under contract and just a friendly reminder hey this is a conversation this show is not intended to be legal or professional or medical or any other kind of specific advice please consult a relevant professional in said area before acting on anything or any ideas you might get here thanks for listening as always and we'll see you next week peace